It's uh, the Daily Talk Show episode 579 at the SB. Oh, yeah. Let's paint a little picture. Uh, today's a special day for us. This mm-hmm. is celebrating uh, our two-year anniversary of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, oh, really? uh, yeah, we're here with uh, Ryan Shelton. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks Thank you. for thanks for having me, you guys. I mean, what, what you're an amazing. Like, what a turnout! That's amazing. It's amazing. Amount of people. Uh, all f- uh, all for Glow Journal, unfortunately, and uh, yeah, yeah, Lady yeah. Brains, yeah. unfortunately. Um, what you're witnessing right now is three mediocre white male sausage fest. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. welcome, so, welcome, 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 proudly. <laughs> now, well, I, I'm a legend, uh, apparently, <laughs> yeah. from I mean, the bio. I was, so yeah. yeah. Uh, this podcast episode is going out tonight because we haven't mm-hmm. missed a day. Yeah. Um, so we kind of want to paint the picture. Um, and also flag that Josh may lose his C4. Yeah, yeah. He's so the yeah, I've fully engaged my core right now. If you uh, if you can't see what's going on, that's but a low chair. Yeah, it is. It is. It's definitely <laughs> the chair. But w- what I like to do before at the start of every show, I just like to check the temperature in the room. <laughs> so um, uh, can I see out the back there? Great, great. Uh, everyone knows Nando's. Yeah. Everyone knows Nando's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many people uh, like lemon and herb? Can I get a hands up? Lemon and herb. Okay, yep, great. Yeah, we got one. What about a mild? Can I get your hands up for a mild? A couple of milds here, Great, yep. Yeah. Uh, how about hot? Yeah, great. How about extra hot? Awesome, right. thank you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. That's so, uh, inside joke. There you go. <clears throat> So, uh, Ryan Sheldon, we, uh, well, the last time we spoke was actually in Los Angeles. Yeah. That was the, the three mediocre white male <laughs> sausage fest on tour. Yes. And it uh, was. It was great fun. At the top of Runyon Canyon. Yes. Mm. It was very beautiful. A lot of flies which didn't show up on the video, mm-hmm. but there were, there were thousands of them. <laughs> there, were, there were a How lot of flies. How are you feeling, like a- mate, in that chair? I feel great. <laughs> you look I, great. I, I feel like I'm like, because Letter, you know how Letterman always has his chair, all the Tonight Show hosts have their chairs up a little bit higher mm-hmm. than the guest. It's like yeah. a status thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, it's definitely feeling a little bit like yeah. that. I mean, your audio is sounding better than ours. So yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pissed. that too. I'm about to walk off, but that's okay. <laughs> Just uh, please stay for 23 more minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to be a, a sharp 20 minutes. Fucking, yeah. si- sorry, Siri is just... There's going to be a few people waving. They're not fans. They're actually people telling us to get the. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so be quick. Yeah, uh, so, Ryan, uh, I feel like when I first uh, saw you, you were it was back in Rove days, and then we be- became friends uh, a few years later. And I feel like everyone's being shushed, which is great because you're Fair very enough. high status right now. Yeah, royalties here. Um, I'm, I'm literally the highest person in the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's very true. This is <laughs> no, actually, this there's, is, it looks great from up here. <laughs> the DJ behind you is big. Yeah, I'm fucking lucky. <laughs> get down. Get down. Uh, Damn. So... Uh, there's a big shift there, going from uh, being on the television to, uh, you know, changing, uh, changing sort of what you're doing and going more behind the scenes. Yeah. What's that shift like from a, from a personal identity point of view? Yikes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Status is still high, though. Status we is high. only have 21 <laughs> minutes. Um, well, it, that was a big change, but it was... It was sort of uh, a change in the sense that I wasn't on screen as much, but not so much a change that I was still getting to make the things that you know I was excited to make with the people that I really loved. And so that's always been the thing that I've been lucky to do, uh, even though my 
ability to do what I truly, truly want to do has, you know, gone up and down, uh, as it does, I imagine, for most people. Mm. But I've always been able to work with people that I, that I really like and are friends with and enjoy spending time with. And the more, I, the more stuff I do and the longer I, I work, the more I realise that that is the most important thing. It's like spending time with the people that you actually like spending time with. I mean, it's lucky that... I mean, not lucky, but the fact that you grew up with the Jules Lunds, the Hamish and all of the, the crew that is your... How many Jules Lunds do you know? <laughs> the Jules, yeah. There's a couple of copycats <laughs> yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, me? It's no. about two personalities, <laughs> main ones. The Jules Lunds, the big ego tall guys. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. The white male crew. Um, but what do you... I mean, You're not going to let like, that go, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> is it over? Is the funniness over? Is yeah. it done? No, one more, one sure. more sausage yeah. fest joke. <laughs> one more and we get to resentful. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. No. But... <laughs> Achieving the success you guys have with your mates it seems like the dream. Like when was there? Any, who were you paying off those days as a group of friends that are like getting into the media and, and all doing it together? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, it just it felt like quite a gradual, organic thing for us. We were just. I think it was probably unique that so many of us that were hanging out together at that time, we all wanted to do the same thing, and then maybe as. Uh, as people started getting success, like for example, like Jules, and he would get on, he got on Getaway, and, and then someone, and then like Hamish got a job at Fox FM, and then all of a sudden, what seemed impossible mm. uh, when you're when you're just a you know 18 year old kid and you don't really know how to get into the industry, and this is like before YouTube and before anything, so it really does seem impossible. And so when people start getting there and they're your friends, you think, oh well, maybe it isn't so impossible, and I think it just sort of bridges. The, whatever gap there was and maybe maybe that was it was a result of that but i don't know it, it, it didn't seem that strange at the time i'd like to think that seeing people who are successful and, and i think in my head that it's like they're the people who are thinking in five years i'm going to be here and they're the goal setters and and they're the successful they found their way to success the way you think people find their way to success was it for you in terms of breaking into something you love doing at a you know commercial level was it a goal that you set when you were younger? Oh, I mean, oh, only in the... I mean, and it's probably for a deep dive on this, you can listen to the, the last episode of our podcast, The Imperfects. But, yeah, I mean, as when I was a teenager, I always just... My natural dream was to uh, do what um, the people that I admired did, which was to have... To be a writer and a creator and a star of your own TV show. And that was, that was just always the thing that I... I held up as the thing that I thought that if I got that, then I'll be happy. That will like, that's the thing that I need to to feel happy or successful or um, I don't know, show my mum that I'm doing something with my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Look and that was our mum. Mum is not here, which is why I said <laughs> it. Um, but she, but I, I always just sort of was striving for that, and that just seemed like the thing that I just wanted. And so. Uh, and so because that was always the thing that, that was always the thing I wanted, all these things that I was lucky enough to be able to do, whether it be like do a radio show or uh, be on Rove or um, like, you know, even produce all the gap year shows and stuff and like travel around the world and do these unbelievable things. It, I couldn't really enjoy it uh, as much as I should have been at the time because all I was thinking was this will get me to the next this will get me to the next level and this will get me closer to being able to get my dream. And the thing that I have realised now was that the, the, 
this is like doing this is the dream. Like mm. being able to do this tonight is unreal. How good is that? Josh? And, and, yeah, um, it's really good. It's his dream. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am just saying that. I am just saying that. Now He's that I think about it. He's the perfect guest. Yeah. Now that I actually just, I should rephrase that. Um, this, this is this is not the dream. Um, but th- this is pretty fun. Um, so. <laughs> No, this is the dream. Everything that we get to do is the dream, and and I and I. So everything's the dream now. I don't want to be the fucking dream if everything's the dream. Yeah. God, he's You're a wishy-washy still... guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I did. So the now is the dream. Like, so what did you waste your time worrying about? Were there things that you look back on mm. that you spent a huge amount of time that actually doesn't matter today? Yeah, like like getting my own uh, getting my own TV show. <laughs> felt like and only up until real really recently it felt like the thing that i had to get and if i didn't get that thing then then it's like all been a waste of time Mm -hmm. but then i kind of had the realization that to do what i really enjoy doing i don't need the tv Mm. show i can do lots of other things is it setting that destination that becomes a problem uh i think it's just yeah it, it i think that the key probably is and this doesn't go for everyone, this is just my own experience, but is forgetting the destination. It's like the destination doesn't matter because so many things can get in the way of you getting there that has nothing mm. to do with how talented you are or, um, or anything. Like so many things can happen that we can't mm. control. So to worry so much about the thing that you want to do in five years, it, I, I think it just takes away a little bit from what you're, what you're doing now to be able to enjoy the moment. Mm. Uh, in your podcast, The Imperfects, you're actually... Uh, the guest on the, the final episode of but season he one. He hasn't left yet. He's yeah, still yeah. within every episode. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's still a thing. We're still going. Uh, the, uh, you talk there about uh, the shame or feeling of guilt around how you're feeling about your best mate, mm. Hamish Blake, who you know, was on his own path and you've sort of had realisations over the past year or whatever mm. around that. Yeah. What... What does that make you learn about how you perceive other people or judge uh, other people day to day? Just you mean just random people? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think the or just the two people. rows back. Um, yeah, exactly. No, so, like how you so interact, how you interact with people. So I guess you know we all we're constantly thinking about things, and I guess the uh, giving everyone the the benefit of the doubt oh, yeah, or yeah. being able to think positively about mm. someone and being able to celebrate them. Yeah. Have, did that uncover that realisation around not feeling great about that and then being able to resolve it? Has that helped with other day-to-day interactions with other people? Oh, yeah, um, for sure. I, I think there's lots of stuff that I've, that I've read over the years and um, podcasts I listen to or shows that I watch that it... it when you hear people's real story, then it, it obviously opens up a new side of them that maybe you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's, everyone knows what that's like when you hear someone's real story and it's different than the version of the person that you've assumed that they've been yeah. for the last year or 10 years. It completely changes your opinion on them, of them and, and you, have, you have the ability to empathise with them, which is just the greatest thing. What about like bringing hard conversations forward? I guess that's an example with Hamish where it was the podcast, your podcast that actually mm. prompted you to sit down and say, hey, I've actually been feeling this way. Yeah. Do you think we need to be having tougher conversations sooner in life? Yeah, well, I, I think so. And it's, it's sort of easy for me to say now in a way because I've, I've sort of I've had one. But uh, I can say... I can say from the experience I've had of, of talk... And 
I, I won't go into it too much. A lot of people here are going, listen to the podcast. Did you say that? <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, it, it, it was essentially just like a, 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 sh- a thing that I was feeling in my life where I felt like I wasn't good enough to do the thing that I wanted to do. And I tracked it back to um, the early days of when we were starting out. And, we, and I, you know, Hamish and I were like best mates, still are, but since high school, since we were like 15. And, and, you know, you start off at the same place as someone and then one person sort of like, you both going the same and same and then one person just gets a bit higher and then you can't help but compare yourself. And mm. we're all, you know, it's a bit of an issue at the moment, obviously, the comparing ourselves to well, each comparing other. Comparing people that are higher than you? I mean, yeah, exactly. the, yeah, well, the, highest, the highest guy in the room. Except <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now just he just well, makes I'm sure... I'm comparing myself <laughs> to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it just sort of... The, the, the ability to have the conversation... Like you said, like I wouldn't have had the conversation mm. with him uh, that I was. Uh, so I, I will go into it. So <laughs> <laughs> because it's annoying, otherwise. Um, so, so have I been annoying? Is this a little bit annoying for you? No, no. It sounds like it's but, a bit but annoying. Think, but but it's spend the next week thinking about it. <laughs> okay, no, great. No, I, it was more. It was more because I wa- like I thought it was a good opportunity for people to listen to the podcast. But I'm mm. happy that you're going into it now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> So, uh, so essentially, I had this feeling like that, that I wasn't that I wasn't good enough, and I wasn't. Um, it's not that I didn't think I could achieve things. I thought I could do things, but I, I never felt like I was. I, I just had this feeling, this fraudulent feeling, or this insecure thing that I was like, well, I can't do the things that many other people are doing, and I tracked it back to this thing of like, well, it's probably because. Um, you know, Hamish and I were at the same level and then he, he rose up and did incredible things. Mm. And because then I, my reaction to that was like, I want that. Or I, I wish I was doing that. And, oh, shit, why isn't, he, why isn't he bringing me along for the ride? Like, why isn't he giving me the, the, the same things that he's been given? I saw that as really unfair. And then, I, and then because of that, for years, I wasn't able to... Um, I wasn't able to like celebrate the great things he was doing. I wasn't able to like be there as his best mate and be happy for him when he had the, the biggest podcast in Australian history. And he, all these, I mean, we all know what he's done, but, and I was sort of off to the side and I couldn't even listen to his radio show, their radio show. And I couldn't, I, I couldn't um, be that great mate that I would want if I was experiencing that. Because having that much success and fame, of course, it's, it's, it's great. And a lot of good things come with it, but of course you want your close people with you to be able to support you through what is a pretty strange experience. And I wasn't able to be there for him in that time because I was resentful. And so I had this realization recently, and and spoke to him about it, and 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 it was it was pretty incredible because you might think that he'd be like shocked, but he 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 felt it like the whole mm. time he was feeling that same thing he was probably a bit confused as to why why i wasn't like getting excited about all the funny things he was mm. doing and to be able to talk to him and not that we our friendship suffered or anything like that but there was definitely this weird block there this weird little thing that was unresolved and never spoken about and to be able to speak about it meant that all those years of of confusion and that weird block was kind of just 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 vanished sort of because mm. we both understood and then he then said some some things to me that like issues that he had with the way that which I, I won't go into now but like it, it meant it opened up a whole conversation that meant that we could have this this chat about all the stuff that we haven't said 
and now we were already like you know, we were already really good friends and now i just feel like it's just mm. easier mm. Well, i mean ca- catalysts for these co- kind of conversations they're hard and so you could i mean if you built the muscle of saying i'll have the hard conversation i'll bring it forward i mean it takes time and it's only human to keep these things inside but w- without getting into details i was say what it, what was it internally for you that shifted not necessarily you know, the day that you decide to have a conversation like that. But what is it inside that actually makes you action something that is going to be a really hard thing in life? What, what made me do it? Yeah, what, what is the... Why do you... Why, if, you're de- if you're getting a bit meta about why you decided to do it now... Was it just the podcast? It was just the podcast. In my case, it was it was the podcast, and it's a it's it's a it's a shame. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. It's a shame that it took that, but but I can relate. Like I think that we talk about more shit on our podcast than we do to our family and friends. But I will say though that I reckon the fact that I'm doing this podcast, which is so out of my comfort zone and so different than anything I've ever done before. I think there was something there was something bigger probably that that pushed me towards wanting to mm. do that, and this has just been one of the results of that. So, I I, I think I'm lear- I'm learning a hell of a lot about it. Like mm-hmm. I'm absolutely not the expert in mental health at all. And so you've got a co-host Hugh, so and Hugh, it's part of the Resilience Project. Yeah. So Hugh Van Kylenberg is the founder of of the Resilience Project, and he's this incredible guy, and he does these talks around the country, and he's been doing it for years, and just helps thousands and thousands of people and I met him randomly and we became friends and, and now we do this podcast mm-hmm. together. So he's the he's the expert giving all the... So don't worry, you're not going to tune in and like I'm giving lessons on mental health. <laughs> uh, but he, yeah. he is. And it, Start it is a podcast. So, <laughs> it, it's, but it's so, it's so helpful. Like I learn a hell of a lot from him and and I know a lot of the people that listen learn a lot as well and it, he is... He does. He is able to deliver uh, lessons and and mm. talk about things in a way that's quite accessible and and not as dry as maybe mm. sometimes it, it feels. Can we all agree that it's very annoying that the hard things in life are the things that actually help us mm. progress? Like it. Yeah. It is really. I think last year mm. for me, I spent. I, I really sort of learned that that doing the shit that's uncomfortable is where you find the growth, which it sounds so cliche and it had for so long, but it's like really embodying that is super helpful. So it's like, if that's the hack, which isn't even a hack because it's this painful thing that you have to put yourself through like a conversation with you or a podcast every day with this guy, you know, there's a Mm. bunch of stuff, mate. It's all good. (laughs) Great socks. (laughs) Thank you. I don't actually know what these socks are. They're just stars on them. They're good. There's all good socks except for mine today. And so what you don't have to have an expl- explanation for every pair of socks. Well, no, actually, are these, I got these for my brother's wedding. He was it was gifted yeah. to me. But the um, <laughs> I know you said not to give an explanation. But uh, <laughs> the the feeling, what like to live vicariously through you. So instead of us having the hard conversation, can you just tell us how good it felt? What was the? Was it all a good feeling? Walk it walking away. Yeah, it, well, a re- it was a relief. It's that feeling. It's a bit of a burden off, a bit of a weight off your shoulders. Mm. Um, What's the setting? What do you? When do you? I try and work out how do you yeah. have these conversations. It was Voodamond. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. A, we went. We went out for dinner and uh, and yeah. I just sort of Voodamond. <laughs> not at Voodamond. Okay, Nando's. Yeah, not at Nando's. Nando's. What sort of what what basting do you like? It was what's <laughs> what basting. 
Oh, uh, Lebanon. I'm the, what's the medium one? It's medium, yeah. It's yeah, medium. medium. Yeah. 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 Or is it mild? I think it's very confusing. They have sauces and bastings and they call them medium for one and mild the other, which oh. they should just... What do you mean? They don't... I thought they they don't, the they're not consistent in that. <laughs> Let's get them on the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we could... But um, no, so, so that, that feel, like, so he the setting. He went out for dinner. He went yeah, out for dinner. Yes, you, you go out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Josh always wants to know, what did you eat? Yeah, yeah, yeah what did you have? have? I can't even remember what and we did ate. did you say, you're like, hey, I need to have, like, was it, like, do you no. preface it? Oh, you, before the dinner? Yeah. No, I, it was just like a normal dinner and then just, uh, we're going to wind up, aren't yeah, we? Can yeah, we've got two minutes, we've got two yeah. minutes. Uh, and, and then, yeah, I just sort of brought it up at dinner and just, mm. yeah, it was, it's an awkward conversation. But, but at the so same time... So you sound like, so, but the, I've well, been thinking. <laughs> Do you want me to... <laughs> I didn't have a script, but it was, it was just... I just sort of said, hey, so blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm not going to uh. do it, but... <laughs> But it's recorded. It's actually a podcast, so you can listen to it. No, no, it wasn't actually a podcast. He just talks about it in the podcast. So, (laughs) no, I thought they would have got. We just finish on this. Yep. So you sit down. Yep. But you, you don't know that you're having a serious conversation. I know. know. I know. I know. But Hamish doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that sometimes happens when someone brings up a conversation and the other person doesn't know what's coming. Like you don't have to. you know, like sometimes that happens. But the transition, the transitional point of like, oh yeah, I'll have this and that. It's like, hey, so I was thinking about yeah. like for the last fifteen years, I've been feeling <laughs> like a little bit resentful. It didn't. I didn't. That probably would have been. That's like the clickbait version. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a bit subtler than that. Yeah. 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 Entree first, and then. Yeah. Then hit him with the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. interesting. Well, I think Fudemon's like, eight course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be, it'd be good to... I mean, having those conversations is important, right? Um, no, so if someone needs to have a hard conversation mm-hmm. in the next two days, they're inspired by your conversation. The, the story you tell leading up to it heightens, obviously, the feeling that you have inside about how it's going to play out. What's some comfort for somebody or is there nothing? Well, no. It's just I, uncomfortable. I, I, the, the, what I did... What I did uh, honestly think afterwards and after we because of course it's hard starting once you're into it it's mm. it's it's easier and once you finish it it's even obviously easier again and it depends what it is obviously but um it's kind of hard to give a sweeping statement because everyone's different but in my situation it wasn't as big of a deal as mm-hmm. you as i built it up to be i think that's the that that problem when you kind of think something over and over and you analyse it over and over, even if it's just over a day. But when it happens over 15 years, you think, oh. And I, th- but the thing is, like, I wasn't even thinking about it for 15 years. I was just yeah. only thinking about it for mm. a year yeah, because I didn't have the realisation till then. So, But then the, the comfort people can have is it's probably not going to be as big of a shock to the other person as you think it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Brian I always Sean. try to keep shit from my wife, but she always <laughs> knows something's up. <laughs> something's up. What um, sort of stuff? Uh, well, look... We won't get into it. Okay. <laughs> we still have to go to Voodamon. Um, Ryan Shelton, thank you, mate, for coming on this episode, our two-year anniversary and a special occasion. How good is Anna and Kate? Yeah, Caitlin. Yeah, amazing, it's amazing guys. Uh, Queen, Queen uh, Gronk, as she's known on the show, uh, yeah. Gemma Watts. Uh, smash it out of the park with her chat as well. All the people here for us, thank you. Everyone yeah. else, amazing. <laughs> it's it's amazing. so good. No, everyone, like if, you've, uh, if you can hear in the audio that we've had an audience, uh, all of those uh, great people have given cash, mm. uh, which is all going to help the bushfire relief in Victoria, which is amazing. 
and uh, yeah, it's been great. And I, I really appreciate Ryan because I know that you like with so so many of these conversations, you pick a moment whether you, uh, you are going to be open or or not. And I think this is a great we example. In, we had him in a corner. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Actually, on a, a high corner. <laughs> and you know, this is a great example of like uh, you know you being open and talking yeah. about it. And I think that why you're doing the imperfects and, you know, helping with the resilience project and all that sort of stuff is because you know that your story can help others. And I think um, just hearing it now makes me think in my mind, who are, the, who are all these people that I need to be speaking to right now that I probably haven't had the conversation with? So oh, good. Thanks so much. Oh, pleasure. That. Thank you for having uh, me, guys. Awesome, thanks. guys. Uh, it's a daily talk show. Uh, if you enjoyed the show... Uh, you can subscribe because probably most of you haven't yet. And, and donate. If you have any uh, spare money, donate. Not to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have well, a Patreon. No, no, but we no, might. No. Maybe 2020. Uh, anyway. There is still nothing. We're getting wrapped Anything. up. Let's go. Great. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Catch you guys. Bye.